and welcome to Tea and Strumpets. I'm Kelsey. It's great to be here, and today, on this episode of On Dees, God, I hope I said that right, it's my first one, guys! Yay! So today on this episode of On we're not having a lot of variety. In fact, we're talking about one thing, and that is the author Jade Lee. For those of you who don't know, Jade Lee is a romance author. She also goes by the name Kathy Lyons, that is her actual name, and she has been a writer for many moons. And she's pretty fabulous, actually. I had the chance to meet Jade Lee last October when I was at the Historical Romance Retreat, and we did our panel. If you have not yet listened to our panel episode, we put that out a few weeks ago, and Jade Lee is speaking on that panel. After doing the panel and listening to her speak, I knew I had to pick up one of her books. I actually had not read one of her books before the panel, and when I walked away from the panel, I knew I had to. So not too long ago, I basically went on a kick. So I started Jade Lee. I basically read a bunch of the backs of the books and decided to pick one that seemed the most interesting at the time. So I started with the Rakes and Rogues series and absolutely loved the first book I read. The first book I read was 50 Ways to Ruin a Rake. Now, this book was super cute. It has um, two intellectuals who meet. One is a lord and the other one is the daughter of a famed scientist that he has been hanging out with for a lot of his life. And so basically, it just it sets the scene so well. She basically comes running up to him and she's like, you can't be here today. So it is framed as sort of an enemies to lovers. It's not quite enemies to lovers. It's more like indignation to lovers. She basically feels that her father, who did not have a son, replaced a son with him, therefore took a lot of the attention away from her, took the attention away from her. And that's kind of where the animosity lies. Anyway, it's just absolutely adorable because it tur- it's a then a fake fi- it's a fake fiance type of deal and then eventually obviously becomes a real fiance. It's it's just absolutely adorable. The banter between the two is witty, it's fun, the plot is really interesting, the characters are really interesting. Now, the one thing that I was not as big a fan of was the fact that you meet so many great characters in this first book, and only one of them continues into the next two. So even though this is a historical romance trilogy, the next two books have main characters that you have not met in the previous book. So same thing for the third one, too. The two characters in the third one are not featured in the second book. So I did take a break after reading the first one because I didn't immediately have a character I identified as the lead of the second book. However, once I did pick them up, I was thoroughly entranced and I absolutely loved them. I will say I think my favorites were number one, number three, and then number two. I think that's how I would rate that series. Let me double check my notes. Number one, super fun and ready. Number two and number three, also fun, but very different. Number one and three, probably my favorite. These are the extent of my notes, guys. Very exciting stuff. Okay, now, so then the next series I read was The Lords of Masquerade. This is up, I think these are even Kindle Unlimited books. All, I think that this, The Lords of Masquerade, and then the next series, next trilogy I started was Always a Scott. And I think all those series are on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have Kindle Unlimited and are thinking about picking up a Jade Lee, highly recommend This is a great taste. Obviously, you don't have to pay. You're paying your Kindle Unlimited subscription. So really great. I 
had things I loved about all of them. So the first one in the Lords of Masquerade is a second chance. And this really sets up the whole thing. So he everyone thinks he's dead. He's not dead. And he comes back and he basically goes for the woman who he tried to run away with to get married to and then realized he probably was not set up for a wife and couldn't take care of her. So instead of marrying her and taking her away from the old man she's supposed to marry... He actually leaves her and doesn't come for her. So she marries the old man and he comes back on the scene when her brother finds him and says, she's in trouble. So, dun dun dun. It's very exciting. There's a murder plot. There's second chance. There's all kinds of things. And literally the Lords of Masquerade, this whole masquerade theme comes about because he's trying to woo her in a different way. Although he knows she's married, but he's doing these things for her. And don't worry, she doesn't cheat on her husband, because I know that some of us don't like that. Now, the next two books feature his friends who he hosts his masquerade with. And then the two heroines of the next two books are her sister. So one is her full sister, and the other one is her half-sister. So really fun. Number two is The Rake and the Wallflower. She has a sister, her Her younger sister is very scientific, not interested in marriage. He is known about a rake about town. He has lots of business savvy, how he was trying to break out on his own. His former lover taught him everything she knows, but she's also very manipulative and is trying to blackmail him to stay with her. So she's cutting off his business dealings. So basically, he and the scientific bent wallflower, they go into business together, which is quite fun. And then number three is class difference. This is an earl who, or the lord who then becomes an earl, and he first meets the half-sister at the first ball together, and he's instantly swept away, and then is like ready to marry her, ready to go for it, and then takes a step back. Then his father dies, and he has to go deal with that. So it's a year after our first masquerade ball. It's a year after our second masquerade ball, I should say. Sorry. And it's a lot of fun. The one thing I really like about these is there's no third act, you know, breakup. There's like a mystery to solve or like a problem to work on together. And a lot of these is the man kind of is into the woman first and then he kind of has to persuade her, which honestly I think is quite fun. Um, It's not always the case. In some cases, it's a bit the other way. But overall, really fun, really enjoyed it. And then and then the th- last book of Lords of Masquerade segues into this next series, which is Always a Scot. Now, the Earl that we meet in Lords of Masquerade are Lord Ares, is that's the name of his book. Lord Ares has a sister, and she is not interested in marriage. She's running his household, not very well, but she's running his household and is, she's running his household, not well, but she's also very interested in seances and the paranormal. So that's really fun. But anyway, there is a lord, a Scottish lord, who basically approaches the earl and is like, I would like to marry your sister. And he's like, good luck with that. Try to convince her. And He is sticking on. We meet him in the third book as well. And he's really funny. She tries to like trick him into not pursuing her by like threatening him during a seance. And it doesn't go well. He totally knows what's up. And it's really funny. So then he hides her off to Scotland. They get married very abruptly and not 
necessarily she is aware she's married. So basically they end up in Scotland and then through Scottish tradition, they're like, well, you're married now. And she's like, I didn't agree to get married. And she's he's like, well, we're technically married. So it's really cute, though, because he did not actually plan to trick her into marriage. Like he knew that it was an option, but he wasn't really planning to. He generally liked her and he wanted her to agree to the marriage. And so then even after they agree, well, even after she knows they're married, they fornicate and they get busy, but they do not actually consummate the marriage until she basically says, like, I want this marriage to be real. I'm not going to leave you when I feel like it. So he's really the gentleman. He's like, I would love to, but I'm refu- he refuses her, actually. She's like, well, we could just have fun. I can just, we could just be lovers and then I'll leave. And he's like, no, 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 no. We are not doing the full act until I know you're mine and you're not leaving. So really quite fun. She's brilliant and smart, but a little sporadic and spacey. And he's just trying to do the best by his clan. Really, really fun. I just keep saying really, really fun. These books are just fun. They're interesting and different. So then the Always the Scott series continues. The next book, we meet a fiery character. Actually, the second book is two characters we meet in number one. She has been taking care of the castle. At one point, she thought she was going to marry the lord of the castle. However, he came back with an English bride because he needed money and she had no money. So, But she's been running the castle and the neighboring duke's heir has always loved her and thought she was great. But they had a kiss way back when, when she was still promised to this other guy or thought she was promised to this other guy. And the kiss didn't go well. So basically, he's convinced that she doesn't like him and she's afraid of him. So, but he loves her and is trying to convince her that they'll suit. And he follows her all the way to London to make it happen. Now, our last book doesn't quite fall in line with the other two. We know the main character in this one. Um, We know the hero in this one. We met him, actually, in Lords of Masquerade. So we know him, but he's not quite from this trilogy. So this Lords of Masquerade really kind of filters into this Always a Scot. So the last one, he's not even Scottish. He's English. But he marries a Scottish heiress or supposed heiress. She is running away from her awful... She's running away from her uncle, who she's pretty sure has murdered her parents, and then she needs a strong man to stand up to her uncle and get her fortune, which she's pretty sure is gone, but also, too, she does need to face her uncle because her uncle is hiring people to steal her, and then he's trying to marry her off to this gross henchman of his, and she's like, why are you trying to marry me off to him? And so she ran away to get out of the marriage. Now she's coming back with this underground London guy. So he's worked his way up from the top. He knows all the people. He's got shady dealings. He is a kingpin in his own right. And he is looking for the next adventure. So he decides that they will quickly get married and he will help her claim her village clan back. So um, really interesting Way different storylines in all of them. I think none of them really repeat themselves. I think they're all very different. My favorites are the ones where the guy falls first. And that's always really fun. They're trying to convince the females that they are serious, that they do love them, and that they might love the heroine, might love the hero in return. But anyway, like they're all really fun and I really enjoyed them. They're quick reads. Um, I will say, and I'm sorry to say this, that the Kindle Unlimited books have typos in them. And like maybe wrong characters. So just an FYI, if anyone would like me to be a book proof, proof, 
So just an FYI, and if any publishers out there would like me to be a proofreader for any books going up on Kindle Unlimited, I will happily proofread and tell you the spelling errors or the mix-up words or the wrong character names in the wrong spot. I will happily do that and be your proofreader for consistency and errors. So let me know. So anyway, I hope this little ondies helps you consider Jade Lee as something to pick up for your next read. I hope that we'll one day be able to do her on the podcast for an episode. In fact, I'm sure we will. However, there's a lot of books to read and we don't have a lot of time. Well, we have all the time in the world, but you know, there's just a lot of books to get through first. So this is my little pitch for Jade Lee. I highly recommend you read her. I've had a lot of fun reading her books and I look forward to reading more, especially reading her books that she's most known for, which is East Meets West. That's really what she came on the scene with. And I'm really looking forward to reading those as well as her newest books as well. So I hope you guys enjoyed and I will see you next time on the pod. 